All right, welcome in everybody. It is DNVR Rapids time, and we are live at the DNVR bar in Studio A. I am Mitchell Carroll, Mitchell Carroll, and joining me tonight is Rapids insider, Rapids reporter, Rapids very knowledgeable Rapids man. We got Joseph Samuelson with us here. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm really excited to join. Um, I like the phrase blogger because it doesn't invoke a lot of uh, pressure on myself. That's fair. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm just a guy with, with, I guess, a lot of experience with the sport um, and a lot of experience writing. So a couple of years ago, I decided to just put all, put all that together. A Rapids fan with an internet connection. I like it. Right there. Um, <laughs> so we're going to break down uh, last night's disaster of a game. We're going to get into the new kit debut in segment two with a special guest. And then we're going to look at LAFC this weekend in the MLS opener. And we're going to talk every bit of that. We're going to even get into a little bit of bets. We're going to look at all of it. So digging into last night, uh, obviously the 1-0 win, the 1-1 aggregate, and the 4-3 loss in penalties. Very weird way to look at it like that. But uh just brutal. You had the disallowed winner from Rubio in the 89th minute. That would have sent him through. It was negative, whatever, with the wind chill. Um, and you were there. I was That's up right. top in the box, and you were down on field level. That's right. Um, Just give me a feeling of how cold you were, because I know how awful I felt. Listen, I was I was freezing. and um, So I've been to a lot of the uh, historically cold Colorado Rapids matches over the years. Um, I, I wouldn't say that this one was colder than the Toronto Champions League game back in 2018, um, but it was certainly colder than the Portland snow game uh, at the start of 2019. Um, and listen, by the by the end of the game, I could barely feel my toes. I could barely feel my fingers. And I was like layered up three, uh, three pairs of socks, two gloves, still like uh, f- uh, yeah. you know, freezing it up, basically. I had the Sherpa-lined shoes. My toes were frozen. Yeah. And you could tell playing football looked miserable. And the Rapids played like a miserable team last night. They missed probably, I don't know, a thousand chances. Yeah. Um, they Twelve buried... saves by Kremas goalkeeper Kevin Moscoso. Yeah. And then, I mean, be, even Not even counting that, the penalty shootout. Yeah. And then beyond is... that, just those a ton of corners that fell into a space where... You probably should have finished, and no one touched it. Exactly. Um, just the a ball, lot of bad first touches on on on, you know, uh, balls up from from Estevez and from uh, Rosenberry that I thought gave a lot of chances. They had some decent breaks, um, and just nothing finished. Yeah, absolutely. Um, obviously, you had the goal from Max uh, shortly after the red card, um, and you know, Frazier said it best right in the press conference after the game. He said that. You know, we didn't take our chances. If you don't take your chances, you don't win games. Um, the reality is that match shouldn't have, it shouldn't have gone to a penalty shootout in the first place. It should have been put away long before, like it had by the, like uh, the 30th minute. Exactly. Yeah. No, even honestly, the way things were going before the red card, yeah. like the rapid should have had an advantage. Um, and just nobody on the front line, save for Max in the 29th minute, uh, could really take advantage of their opportunities. And, you know, I mean, the snow isn't going to help. The cold isn't going to help, especially for a team that probably isn't. I'd say it actually played into the I'd say I would say it actually played into the opposition's cards. Absolutely. Uh, It slowed down the game. 
allowed Comunicaciones like some time to sort of breathe a little bit. Um, even when the Rapids had the ball late in the second half, when the snow had piled up on the field, there were just moments where they just sort of took a break with the ball, yeah. trying to figure out what they were actually trying to do. And Barrio said that, like literally exactly what you just brought up. Barrio said that. He's like, we thought we were going in with an advantage and it wasn't. Like yeah. we, we thought we were, okay, this is going to be our game. And the cold is much more of an equalizer than it is an advantage to either side, I think, ever. Absolutely. No one's ready to play an athletic game when it is below zero with a wind chill. You're just not. Like, you could be the best athlete in the world, and it's just not. You could be the best athlete from Colorado yeah. who plays maybe one or two games a year in these conditions, and you still might not be ready for it. Because the reality is, it's like, unless you're playing in these sorts of conditions on a weekly basis, it just it just floors you. Like, when uh, like coming out of the gate, like, the wind chill, the snow, you know, it's, like you said, it's the great equalizer. Yeah, and, you know, it it just between all the missed chances, between the snow coming down, between just bad touches and bad balls, it was just a disaster all around, disaster of a result. Um, we're going to get into stock up and stock down here. Um, we're going to go through some players, some themes, um, and we're just going to sort of give you where your thoughts are at heading into the season because obviously now there's no other competitions we got. It's just going to be MLS, MLS, MLS. So... And U.S. Open Cup. U.S. Open Cup. Fair enough. <laughs> but the schedule opened up a lot with this That's loss. True. That's so, true. Um, and now they can just look ahead for this next couple weeks and really dig in because there's some big opponents coming in. So yeah, Absolutely. Right off the gate with LAFC. Big time. So stock uh, up or down. First one we have here, Super Producer Yaya. We got Diego Rubio, who I think in the first game had a pretty decent game. Obviously didn't finish. Um Almost bagged a winner last night, and almost, I mean, that offsides, while it was clearly offsides, was close enough that it was I, a... I honestly think it was close enough, given the snow, that you could make a reasonable argument that it was not clear and obvious that fair. it was offside. And, like, and, and to be fair, I don't actually know the uh, explicit definition that I guess that, that CONCACAF uses sure. in terms of like when you can actually overturn something. I know in MLS, the standard is clear and obvious. Um, but I mean, you know, the, the, like we said earlier, the match should have been put away long before that. It shouldn't have come down to an 89th minute winner where, you know, that could have been disallowed. So stock up or stock down. I think people are not going to like my answer for this. I'm going to say stock down. I am going stock up. All right. Why don't you explain? <laughs> why don't you explain your your thoughts first? I'll say I'll this, like... and I think this has more to do less with results and sure. more to do with what we've heard from Frazier so far, um, and a little bit what we've seen on the pitch. But I think we clearly are going to have a relatively to very creative mid midfield. That's right. I think Max is a great element. I think Estevez has been great. And not that he's in the midfield, but he plays so far up that he might as well be an attacker. Yeah, basically. Um, <laughs> and he has been they've the balls are going to be there. And I think he has a history. He has scored goals. He's been a DP nine in this league. He seems very committed. Frazier seems very committed to sure. him being the nine, being the heavily featured up top. And I'm just I'm not as down knowing that there won't be a nine coming in until July, if at all, 
No, I 100% agree. I don't think there's any... I I don't think you can reasonably expect at this point that the Rapids will make a striker signing before the end of the primary transfer window. Yes. Like, I think it's absolutely... If, if it comes at all, it's going to come in the secondary window. Um, I don't think it had to be that way, but I think at this point, that is the most likely outcome. The reason I went stock down with Rubio is I feel that if he's not going to be the forward that bags the goal every time, he's got to be the forward that creates chances. Fair. And I don't think he did a great job of that last night. I think he had a total of two key passes from around uh, something like 30 or so touches. Yeah. I feel like he needs to be able to find and connect with other members of the attack and put them in positions where they can score. Now, obviously, it sucks that you know his goal was disallowed. If he scores that, we're probably... I mean, I'd probably say stock up, honestly. Sure. Um, but when when he's not scoring goals, you have to rely on him to play like that sort of false nine role of him dropping back and connecting with the other uh, attackers in the in Frazier's system. And he just didn't last night. I think the biggest negative that was a highlight that you could like point at and be like, this is why we don't we I say we as in like Rapids Twitter, the following, the sure. fans, everything was when he was playing literally on the other side of the circle and went down with an injury and the break is happening and he's literally on the other side of the midfield line down. Yeah. Your striker is down on the other side of midfield and he can't play back. Now I know that Robin loves him because of his defense. Like he drops back, he commits, but we need him up. We need him up top. Absolutely. And I think, I mean, God, it's really hard to say anything from last night <laughs> is going to mean anything going forward sure. besides the loss, meaning we're out of the tournament, right? Yeah. Um, I think the create, I think Max, I think Acosta, I think Estevez are showing enough that I think he'll, he'll finish more goals than people are expecting. And that's why my stock is up. I do agree that if you probably look throughout the year, assuming that he starts uh, 20, 25 plus games, uh, Rubio is probably going to bag more goals than he did last season. Yeah. Um, which is going to be a positive, but I guess I wasn't particularly inspired by mm -hmm. his performance last night. I think there was one moment. I, I want to say it was in the second half. It might've been in the first where the ball came to him at the top of the six. He sort of danced around it for a yeah. little bit. He had the opportunity to either lay it off for Barrios or take the shot himself. And he just went for the, the, the dive instead, like the, or, you know, uh, yeah. he, there was contact, but I mean, you know, it's CONCACAF. They're, they're not going to call nope. like that type of foul. No penalties on the box coming right on there. that. Nope. Right. And so I was really disappointed at that moment in particular, um, which is, I guess might be coloring my stock down for, for Rubio. Yeah. Um, but I do think that he is likely to have a a more productive season this year than he did last year. I think we're going to see something like a four goals in three games run. Some point, I'm not calling Maybe it another off the bat. banger free kick. Yeah, like against uh, like he did against Vancouver last Absolutely. year. Absolutely, love to see that again. There's going <laughs> to be a run before the transfer window, May, April, where we're like, okay, like Rubio is getting goals for us, and there's going to be enough supplement from Max. Um, I, I think Shin Yashiki and Barrios are both going to be big contributors there as well. That I think there's enough creativity. Not, I mean, I say enough in terms of like, okay, we can field an offense that can score goals at the MLS. Well, level. yeah, see, that's the thing. It's gonna be goals by committee again. It this will season. be. But I think and he'll like, contribute to that. Yeah, and that's and, why I'm up. And that's fair. And like, and I'm 
I'm okay with the goals by committee approach in like the context of the regular season. I just think we've, you look back to the playoff game last year, you look back to these two champions league games, those strategies sort of fall apart in a knockout competition format because you just need the guy who's just so clinical. You Absolutely. can always count on him. And, and the Rapids just don't have that guy right now. And I think the biggest thing was not re-signing Badgey and letting him go to Cincinnati. I would have loved to see him stay. I think he was the perfect target piece up top, especially adding Max and letting Lucas play up. Um, I'll and, hold off on my opinion on that until we learn exactly what Badgey is making with Cincinnati. Sure, fair. Because Absolutely. I think the, the impression I've gotten from the people I've talked to they in and around the club is that Cincinnati just threw the bank at him. Yeah. Um, which, you know, fair play. You know, he had a great, you know, uh, half season with the Rapids last year. Great. Um, he deserves to get paid. Absolutely. Um, I'm, I'm not certain the Rapids should have equaled whatever he was being offered. That's but fair. we'll see when the salary release comes out at the end of May. I'd love to see. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So I just, that was a uh, comment that popped up earlier. Is Jonathan going to be, Jonathan Lewis really the path over Badgy? And I think. You know, we'll get into Lewis a little more, too. Um, I'm high on, on Lewis, but... Um, I don't think Lewis is really the answer at number nine, to be honest. Like, I know he... Lewis is incredible off the bench, and we saw this when he first joined the club, and he had a run of performances where he would just come on in the 65th, 70th minute and just have, like, an amazing game. But... From the start, especially like you look back to the Guatemala game, yeah, like the game, excuse me, the game in Guatemala City. Like I, I don't think he look he 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 can't utilize his pace as effectively from the get go. Absolutely, uh, yeah. Dev Machine here, Devin, who was on the show last week. This is Rubio. Uh, just needs to be more decisive, and I agree, one hundred percent. Yeah, if, if he can just start pulling the trigger, because the balls will be there. He needs to pull the trigger. We'll see. Feels like he thinks too hard about his thinks decisions. Thinks way too sometimes. hard. I think he's. I think he understands that he's the nine. Yeah. And he probably understands that they need a nine on the roster, right? And I wonder psychologically how that plays. That's true. Where he's like, oh, okay, so now I kind of I can't play off of the nine. I have to be the nine. That's true. So we'll see. We'll see. Hope, we we hope. disagree on this one, and that's okay. We we'll no. probably won't agree on all of these. <laughs> um, next up, we're going with. Mark Anthony K, return of the Mac, the Mac attack. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go. I think we're gonna. I'm going this one. big yeah. old stock down on Mac, um, and I don't think that's like a permanent stock down. I do think he'll he'll round into form, but he's been playing with Canada. He in a press conference before the Guatemala before the game in Guatemala called himself one of the best midfielders in the league, and while I think the potential for that exists. Uh, he's not shown that at all. Yeah, um, like uh, and, and just from from last night, he got the ball. Uh, like, and I remember this because I like put it in my um, my little takeaways column after the game. Um, and I hate to harp on like individual stats all the time, but they sure. really do paint a picture of like how particular players play. When K plays in midfield, the Rapids need him to be someone who creates opportunities. Mm -hmm. um, and though the Rapids created a host of opportunities last night, there uh, K got the ball 70 times and only created one key pass, as in like one pass that led to a shot. Absolutely. Like from the way you hear national MLS media talk about K, from the way you hear 
Co the Rabbit's coaches talk about Kay. The way you hear everybody talk about Kay, you expect him to be a lot more than that. I hear Kay himself talk about Kay. Yeah, exactly, um, exactly. And, like, I think he's going to finish this season as a very, very good midfielder in this league. You know, I don't think he's going to be, like, you know, all 11 for the league. But he needs to contribute more. He needs to be more active. I thought he was drifting way too far back. I don't, you know, he, I don't think when he, when he got on the ball, it wasn't going anywhere. He kind of yeah. dribbled into trouble, I would probably say three or four times last night, without off the top of my head remembering exactly what he was doing. But it was just frustrating to watch. It's going to be really interesting to watch how he operates in the midfield without Kellen Acosta this year. Yeah. Because I feel like even when Kellen Acosta played wing, played wing back, the two of them combined and uh, worked really well together. Mm -hmm. um, and this year without him, um, I think uh, Brian Jennings w uh, mentioned this that. Kay really wants to step up and be a leader this year. Yeah. Um, and sort of be that guy that Acosta, uh, like sort of that a vice captain, if you will. Sure. I don't, I don't sure. know if the Rapids have an official vice captain on the team, but they want him to be like the sort of that guy under price that like stands up for like his fellow teammates. And we saw him get in, get into it with um, Steven Ruiz um, after the red card offense on trustee. Absolutely. Which got, I liked. I liked. Oh yeah. That. No. And you know, as with that, I noticed this after watching the replay for the game when I got home. Um, he got like choked out. Oh yeah. By like um, I forget their names, but number thirty-four and uh, twenty-five, I believe. We were right above Jones. that in the press box, and it. I I was actually that was the highest I've been on on Mac was when he came yeah. in there and was like kind of setting the tone for the team, you know. Yeah. And I think I think he prides himself on that. Um, I did ask him in that presser before the game in Guatemala about the newcomers, about Brian Acosta and about Max and how he sees himself playing off of them. Um, he has a ton of respect for Brian Acosta. Yeah. I don't think anyone really knows what to expect with Max. Cause I think they've just seen the same YouTube highlights that we've seen. Yeah. Like the, um, the two minute video or whatever. Yeah. From, yeah. But he seemed really excited to play with Brian. Now, obviously Brian yeah. is not a like for like with Kellen, but I do think that if you can, get four midfielders on the field at one time. I think that will help him because you'll have guys like Brian and Max who can work in concert with him and sort of just bring the creative floor up a lot. Oh, yeah, no, I a hundred percent agree. And, and I think this is still going to be a big season for Kay, um, for Mac. It's hard to call him Mac anymore because of Max. I feel yeah, like Mac every time Max, I say, yeah. <laughs> every time I say Mac, I, I feel like I'm mishearing somebody say Max. Yeah. Um, but I, I feel like this is still going to be a really good season for him. Yep. Um, I, I have huge, hopes for him this year it's just like last night and this maybe it's the conditions maybe it's uh preseason rust no excuses like for the canadian was, no I excuses for the canadian in the like conditions he was, he was he was uh connecting well with his teammates and that's really what it came down to speaking of mac max next up stock up stock down the brazilian the wonder kid give me Five of these signs yeah, no, up, I'll take, up, up, I'll take up, ten. up, all of them. Give me all of the max stock. I saw it immediately. I yeah. mean, in the first five minutes, he was finding space. He was looking for the ball. You could tell he wanted it. He was begging for it. He wants to create. He wants to be the guy. Oh, man. And we were talking oh, about this before God. we went live that like when Max entered the field in Guatemala for 10 minutes, or you could so, tell he was one of the best player, if not the best player on the pitch during that game. Yeah. Um, had the best opportunity the Rapids had in that entire game. Yep. Um, only didn't score because one of the uh, Comunicaciones defenders 
just was in the right place at the right time to block his shot. Um, I'll blame the bees in goal, actually. <laughs> What's well, funny about that, they didn't tell us anything about that when we were in Guatemala. Like, we had no idea why the match was being delayed, like, from that the is stands. Weird. Yeah. They had no, like, I got messages from people on Twitter saying, did you guys hear about the bees? Yeah. Like, no idea. They, they didn't tell us anything. Um, but, yeah, Max had a great game both last night and in the 10 minutes he had last week. The start uh, was unexpected. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I was, I was hoping, praying for max to start yeah but i just didn't i did not think frazier would commit to it i think he i thought i was expecting him to save max for maybe like 30 40 minutes yeah. of the rapids were still I, chasing i was a expecting goal. that that uh 60 minute 60th minute sub 100%. in versus the 75 80 minute sub where i thought that was where his fitness was at okay maybe he's up to 60 he played a good 65 minutes last night 60 minutes last night. yeah um and there were it was quality minutes and it's funny, we were all in the press box like, man, he looks really big. But that's just because Communicaciones is small. He's, you know, 5'9", five, 5'10". Five, yeah. He looked 6'2 out there. Um, but so creative. But he I looks mean, great on most the creative player, uh, Most creative player on the field for the Rapids by a mile. Yeah, 100% agree. I think I was... I was hesitant going into this year. I was I thought that maybe the first year, his first year with the team would be a transition year because... Um, we've seen a lot with international acquisitions who enter, come into MLS just because of the different style of the league, how there's way more running and uh, stamina necessary to sort of keep up with the league. We've seen a lot of international acquisitions come in and sort of take a while to bet in. Like, I'm a big Galvan fan, and I know he's not going to be oh, playing much this year. But, man. like, the first year he came in, it took him a, it took him a little bit to actually get some appearances. Um and I figured the same would be true for Max this year. I was not expecting him to be just like as solid as he was right, right out of the gate. And I'm super excited that he was as good as he was last night. It's really exciting to have him. I'm really excited to see what he can do against MLS competition. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think we're both way up. I think we're speaking for everyone in Rapids Nation. Yes. When we're saying the hype if is you're, jump if you're on not the buying hype train Max stock, now. Yeah, if you're not buying Max stock now, like you, you got to get in before. I think he's the quintessential DNVR player too. All vibes out there, man. <laughs> it is the vibe. It is when he's out there, you're like, okay, like you see, even when he's not on the ball, when he's looking for the ball, you're like, oh, he must see something. He must like he sees a play. Ahead of time, you want him to get the ball to make something happen. Yeah. I'm just I'm so excited. I'm gonna get a kit for sure. Maybe two. We'll see what happens. I'm gonna Love hold Max. off on getting a max kit because every Rapids kit I've gotten the last like two, three years, the players end up ended up immediately departing. Um so I don't wanna <laughs> you curse. buy a kit and he's I'm out not in July. Going to curse uh, <laughs> Max by buying his jersey just yet. Um, but if he's, if he's still around next year, I'll probably, I'll yeah. probably get it. Get his. Okay. Let's go to the man who put Alves in the starting lineup. That's right. Robin Frazier. All right. I'm going to go stock up on Robin Frazier with one. Caveat. Me too. I am going to have one caveat though. It did not look like. Okay, so first I'll, I'll get I'll get the positives out of the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. Right? I mean, since you went so up, let's go I went positives up, first. Let's go yeah, positives yeah, yeah. first. <laughs> I think like Frazier put out the uh, the best possible lineup he could. Yep. The team created chances. They did exactly what they were supposed to do, other than finish the ball. Yep. Uh, other than finish the the chances, and um, I, he made two 
subs right at the end of the game, and both of those substitutes made their penalty kicks. And Acosta and Mesquita. He put them on right in the last minute of stoppage time, literally, uh, and, and both had the most convincing penalties yep. out of all the players that took Absolutely. spot kicks. Yep. My one negative is that the rest of the players who took p- penalties, particularly the four who missed theirs, did not look like they had been practicing penalty. Yeah. Uh, no, penalty you're right. Sh- it, like no one looked confident. No, and and, and I, I I don't want to take that. Like, obviously, it's the player's fault that they missed the penalty, yes. right? But I got the impression that maybe the Rapids didn't spend as much time as they should have in training For sure. practicing those spot kicks. Especially, and I feel like that does fall on Frazier. And especially with no extra time yes. yeah, to you, create a goal. Because I think that Rubio goal showed them something that it's like time to sprint through this snow. Yeah. And the way that CCL is set up, that it just goes straight to penalties. I'm like, whatever. I didn't want to stand out there an extra half hour. So, like, I'm kind of glad it went to penalties. I just but... wish they would have used up, you know, the full allotment <laughs> of added to, of stoppage yes. time. I feel like, I mean, I, I would have been willing to stay out there for maybe another two minutes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I thought, like, and you, you nailed it perfectly. He put out the best lineup, I think, for the game that you would want. I mean, Max went out there. I probably would have liked to have seen Acosta before penalties just to see because – no one was finishing. Let's get yeah. the new guy in there and see the dynamic he brings with you know, with the rest of the guys out there. You know, obviously we saw Max for a very long time. It just would have been nice to have seen that. Um What does Dev say here? Uh doesn't look like he's been practicing any shots. Yep. Well, there you go. That's fair. Yeah. Shinyashiki. Well, Shinyashiki's also been I don't think with we're the doing, team. I don't think we're doing stock up, stock down on Shinyashiki. No. But if we were, it would be a massive stock down for me. Like, to be I don't fair, think... he's only been with the team for like a week, right? That's yeah, that's true. He went like, back to Brazil. He was in Brazil, yeah. Um, presumably getting his green card. He's all of a sudden no longer an international, according to the MLS website there as of today. Um, but the Rapids haven't announced anything. I mean, uh, uh, there's really no other reason. But yeah, like um, I think Shinyashiki's addition into the game was unexpected because yes. of the uh, of of the unfortunate uh injury that Estevez yeah. sustained in the second half. Oh god. And I think that that did create some confusion for the Rapids. I think when Shinyashiki came on the field, like Lewis in particular, yeah. I felt didn't have any idea of where he was supposed nope. to be. Nope. Um and I, I think like, this is and that's the work in progress for this team. Exactly, exactly. They're still getting used to um, you know, the, the, the changes that they have to make when they have to make them, how the, how the shape changes when the substitutes come on the field and, you know, that's just the way it goes. I'll say this. I was so skeptical with that back five. I want more midfielders out there, but if Lucas is going to play like a, just a terrific winger up top, I'm okay with this. Back, like I'm, I'm okay 100%. with this back five going into LA and the rest of the season looking like for a while. It looks on paper and on just just seeing it minus the conditions and the results. Yeah. I love the formation. I God man, and especially with Max. I think throwing Max into the deep end like that was the right way to go and really force his creativity to come out because we needed a goal. I think the big thing we'll see as the year goes on is sort of what happens when Trusty goes. Yes. Because when Trusty goes They'll be in a situation, and obviously they can make f- future reinforcements at the uh, at center back in the summer window. One well, Kate um, is there too. Uh, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, but you know, without 
someone that reliable for that left center back role, it wouldn't surprise me the least if Frazier started to shift back to a back four. Yeah, um, and then you can throw Acosta, Price, uh, Mac, and Max yeah. together. And I think ideally when, when you don't have Trusty there, that's probably the ideal move. And we'll see. Yeah. When you needed to make an ideal roster change, he did it. Granted, yeah. he's only had two chances, but I was worried that it was going to be defense, 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 and throwing Max in like that. I like where Robin's head is at. I right really now. think that was the mistake down in Guatemala. I yeah. think that they could have benefited by, um, yeah. like for example, I think a guy like Ru uh, Barrio, excuse me, should yeah. have made the start in sure. Guatemala over Lewis. Um, I think, I think that might have turned the tide a little bit. Sure. But, well, so speaking of that back line, that back five, let's go to them next because that as a unit, stock up, stock down on the back line. Oh, of the the center backs, absolutely stock up. All the way, um, all the way. That lawless Wilson trusty line. And to be fair, they listen. They weren't they weren't challenged too much. Nope. Last night. Nope. But I do think that those three players have such an incredible chemistry. Yep. Along the back line, and you can almost would, throw Rosenberry back there with them too. Yeah, almost. true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, because you know, compared to Estevez, Rosenberry basically spends the whole game uh, in the defensive third. Yeah. Um, it's almost yeah, it's almost a back four with the floating like a uh, yeah. uh, wing back that goes forward on the left side, um, but yeah, the three center backs in particular looked great. Great. Um, like Danny Wilson had one moment where he committed a turnover, I think, right at the in zone fourteen that nearly caused a like disaster. Gave them a pretty good chance. Yeah. Um, but honestly, through both legs. Communicaciones hardly created anything from open play. Nope. All yep. of their big chances came from set pieces. Yep. And we have the defenders to thank for that because <laughs> they kept, they, they basically neutralized um, their Cremes' uh, forwards for the entire series. And my biggest beef with that back line after leg one was Lawless playing a little too much on the ball and a little yeah. too far up and... I think that adjustment was made. I think Robin did a really good job with that adjustment. And I think they were very sound positionally. It didn't spread out. Um, 100%. It was, it was just overall pretty good. Okay, we're going to speed this up. Next one, and this is perfect leading into our guest. Last stock up, stock down. Rapids hype. Womp, womp. Yeah. Womp, womp, womp. Tough, man. The, the t I mean, I need, you know, it was a... Uh, Terrible conditions, so you can't really knock a, a, a light crowd. But, man, to just go out with so, – so the way that Portland game ended on Thanksgiving, to the way the first leg ended, to the way the second leg it's ended. It's just been nonstop gut punch. I was going to say nut punch. Okay, it's there you go. Like, listen. Brutal. <laughs> just brutal. And, you know, we need hypes. We need, we need hype. We need the vibes to get back up. And I think – I mean, God, going to LA is a tough way to keep that going, but especially I think there's with the some short rest. And I we're going to talk about this later. But yeah. So, yeah. with with hype in mind and with vibes in mind, we're going to go into se second segment here. We're going to be breaking down the new kit that debuted, and we both have some, I would say, some pretty positive things to say about it. But oh, we're yeah. going to bring on design expert D Line Co who will also be on in just a little bit with DNVR Nuggets, but going to warm up a little bit, and we're going to talk some kits. We're going to talk some design, awesome. which it. I think this is the 
single greatest burgundy shirt that has come through for the Rapids. Uh, I don't, and Yaya will probably throw it up on screen here in a little bit, but, but D-Line, give us your just initial thoughts well, out okay. of the gate when you saw it. So I want to talk about Rapids kits on a larger scale sure. before we get into Let's the micro yeah, yeah. scale. So I'm just curious, like, what is both of your opinions of the Rapids uh, identity as a whole? I don't know if they have much of one outside of the burgundy, and I think yeah. that's sort of been the problem. Yeah. Although I mean, the lo mint logo, one is great. colors, presentation. I think the what is your logo general is feeling? above average. Crest, for, yes, uh, good. The, the, yep. the crest is above average to good to solid in like MLS. Um, I think that you both are kind of right with what you're hinting at with like the general, I guess, theming that the team tries to like put out doesn't it doesn't really have a cohesive identity. Um, I, you said this was the best kit, ever. the best, the best burgundy, best kit. burgundy. I would have, I would only put one kit above. Okay, it. and which one and was that? That is the early 2010s kit, the sure. season ticket holder kit. Okay, where basically there were subliminated stripes that oh. had every name of every season ticket holder. See, I think that's to cool. create. Like, I did the think that effect. was very cool. I don't know if that shows through. Like this one will with the HD cameras in an MLS game. That's true. That's true. And listen, you can never see the names yeah. from the from the cameras, but I think as like a from a design perspective sure. and from like really a fan perspective, it is I think cool. that was like that was awesome. Just like a special little treat for, yeah, for the did, but did you like overall how it looked? Like I'm just curious because I went back and I did sort of a quick survey of all of the Rapids kits since inception because I'm aware of the Rapids. I know of the Rapids. Yeah. I've watched the Rapids. I, they're not a team that I've necessarily adopted into my heart until now. Yeah. Until now. And this was and now, now I'm on the Rapids. So now I need to like, understand like who this squad is, where sure. they've come from. And um, they went through a, a, a bunch of design uh, faux pas, I would say. And those are all uh, up between in the, the media room. Yeah, yeah dude, between the 90s and the, uh, and the early 2000s. From yeah, blue to green. The green to blue. Green to blue, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no. It's, I, mean, I was yeah. looking at it in the wrong order from sitting in the, in the room. But yeah, it's like, and they're kind of embracing the green. You see a lot of it in the team store. The retro hat with the gold, blue, yeah. green, black. The new mint kit is about ten times better than any other green kit. Oh, the mint ever had. with the with the the Even though it looks kind of white the... from, uh, <laughs> yeah. from the, but it kind of has to be yes. because of like the kit clash. Yes. Um, the kit clash issues. Like I, I, I will say, going into this season, with this burgundy and with the mint to, to, topographic. I don't know why I'm stumbling on topography. It's a uh, topographic the two. It is the two. It is the combo. Probably the best the Rapids have looked I, on I, the pitch. I would 100% agree that it is the best combo of and I love, kits in their history. And I know everyone complains about this on the subreddit. I love that there's no kit sponsor. I love being able to wear that. I'm a United guy. I don't want to wear Chevy on my chest. <laughs> I was going to ask that. That I have heard some just sort of general outrage, and I think it has more to do with the fact that it makes it feel like the club is less than, that they're unsponsorable. The reason I see... The reason... The reason... I see it like I, I see that people are right to be angry about it to an extent. Like I'm happy that it for uh, as someone who is going to buy the jersey and wear it around, yeah. I'm happy that it doesn't have a sponsor on it. Yeah. But from a business perspective, yeah. for a club that actually needs some sort of monetary investment in order to get that chance that right. that, that striker memory, that right. they've been wanting, <laughs> they need 
all available funds that they can get. And that's leaving like one to two million on the table every year. Is this a situation where have they refused sponsorship or have they just not been approached with? Well, so I don't know the the status of their negotiations. My impression is that because of the altitude situation and not being able to show the games to most people in Colorado, (laughs) it's pretty difficult for them to convince people to meet the price point that they believe is like, cause they could at any point go and get a sponsor for, you know, a dollar. Sure. Like, you know, I'm sure Denver would sponsor DNVR (laughs) would sponsor the Rapids kid. Give me Dixie. Give me Ripple. Give me Wanna Brands. Give me DNVR. Give me DNVR. But I'm sure you guys could approach the Rapids and offer them a dollar. Right. But they'd reject that that because they want, because they want, uh, like they want the price point that they want. Of course, of course. And of I course. think that the I, I don't know this for certain, but I'm 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 fairly confident that one of the reasons they haven't been able to get that ironed out on the business side of things is because no one can watch the like no one can see the game. The yeah, wearing very familiar. The kit on TV. Cover the Nuggets. Very familiar with that. Uh, yes, terrible. Um, yeah. So I'll just give you my impression. Yeah, sure. My, please, by all means, you're so, the expert. You're here because the you're the expert. The thing about the Colorado Rapids is that I don't I do not love their color scheme. I do not love burgundy and baby blue as a color scheme. I understand the sentimentality and it's been baked in. It is the Rapids, so it just has come to be that. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I mean, there's, I have, I, as an adult man, I have fought many times against baby blue. Fair. Baby blue. At least they aren't wearing babies. the baby blue kits anymore. Yeah, I mean, the Mellow Era jerseys were not good for the Nuggets. And baby, those were blue, baby, yeah, blue. baby blue is for babies. I, I don't like North Carolina blue. basketball, so I, I don't like baby blue. blue. The thing about blue is that, like, this is such an <laughs> icy looking color, too. It looks so cold to me. And this is like, this is like why I don't like it for the Nuggets. And, it's like, okay, I mean, I will say, like, having gone through and looked at the various iterations of the burgundy, like, I agree, like, this, they've darkened it now. Like, this <laughs> sky is blue, come headed. on, okay, Logan. I, I think Logan's right sky? Did this, sky what, what sky is, this is like a sky over, what, Manchester or something? It's like, <laughs> <laughs> you can call it sky blue all you want. This is baby blue. Yeah, <laughs> look, I mean, I get, we can. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not hating on it, like, on that level. I, I do agree that it's kind <laughs> of like, I feel like there could be another color there that would like help complement things a bit more i do really love the the secondary kit especially like when paired with the the the, the forest green short i guess i mean whatever that normal color green, is. green shorts yeah. yeah um i think those look great and they i know it's great. hard to they you can't really so mix but here's here's a question for you sure would you be down you know with the you know the fianord kit right the that's like split down the middle and it's two solid colors on each side oh have you seen that before what called i'm not dev wants us to i'm sorry to interrupt oh, yeah, guys, no, but dev fine. wants us to throw up the caribous of colorado jerseys <laughs> which is the greatest thing <laughs> of all time oh dude this one this has come up every time we do a worst uniforms of all time this comes so these up these are the april fools ones yeah the, the with the but fringe the, but they but the caribous of colorado were an actual nasl yes. team for one year in the 70s okay i want to say 1970 the kits looked very the shorts very and the collars scream 70s they oh. were 
Dude, that's the most 76 I've ever seen. I, in my I, life. I would I would call that a very realistic like recreation, but yeah. they, they were the the originals were a little bit different. Um, <laughs> I actually have like a Caribou's of Colorado sweatshirt. Oh, um, like that. Give me some wide. Does it have, uh, does it have? No, it does. On it? No, it's it's just like the normal gray oh, sweatshirt with who cares the, at all? With the give me that Jackie Moon collar out to your <laughs> shoulder, dude. I love it. Well, so I mean, I feel like they're getting closer. to to a good place. I there's something about that color combination that I just don't know if I can ever fully fall in love with. But we're we're talking yeah. about this kit. But let's dig into this design because this kit because I, now they have two kits that yes. have a almost like a secondary element to it where you don't see it until you see it, and yes. then it's very obvious and and throughout the entire kit with the the 14ers topographically laid out. Yeah, and this has. Peaks, I guess you would call it. Mountain peaks. I don't even know if that you can call this topography. Topography. No, just a straight up. Well, the other just, one has the topography. This yeah. one just has mountains. Yeah. So what I do like about this. So anytime I break down, have broken down Nuggets uniforms in the past, like what I've been like impressed by since Nike has come into the fold is they put a lot of like sort of premium little details on some things that aren't even visible they're sort of like just for you they like feel you know like a patch that's not quite visible or something that just sort of like communicates the concept of quality in that details are what communicate quality to somebody so like this little c patch uh at the bottom of the of the shirt to me is like really nice obviously uh as my main man Mitch has alluded to and, and what the, the main part of this is the texture of sort of the, the mountain peaks that are all over this jersey, which I don't know if you even are able to see them on television. If you, I don't know if you're able to see them on the pitch, but they're really cool when you look at them up close. This is something that's like you sort of like when you grab a, text, a uh, jersey like this, a kit like this, and you sort of feel it. It's like it just feels cool. It just like sure. feels interesting. And like um, this is like a lot of this stuff is for in the stands more than it is on the field, um, which I think is really cool. Like. He did look fly, Logan. Yeah, dude. And <laughs> Drew Moore, who's currently on the team, he's with. Uh, he was in his first stint with Colorado in that picture. So that's, that's him hilarious. on the far right, looking um, fine. Look at those short shorts. Yeah. Oh man, I uh, I'm a little uncomfortable with the the one hand holding him. It's a little. Uh, yeah, what's your other one? It's a little yeah, uncomfortable. No, <laughs> um, no. I've seen worse uh, photo you? shoots in American soccer. Okay. If you ever want to look up the photo shoots that they did for the, I want to say the 90, wait, no, like the 2002 World Cup with Landon Donovan, uh, The Athletic did a whole <laughs> backgrounder on it. It's it's no. oddly sensual. Uh, uh, that didn't sound that odd to me. Here's, here's my biggest thing and I noticed this a lot in in basketball jerseys and college basketball jerseys is unfinished stripes on the kit and uh, just, I noticed uh, as they come just down to the seam of the sleeve or well for me it's the one around the bottom on the arm right. where the, just why not send that blue in a full circle and maybe I mean you're a designer so you know you know better than I but it just feels is it like bad if I had it, well, didn't there, notice this before there might you there might, there might be a, there, sure this could possibly <laughs> be a mechanical reason okay there might be a reason that they're unable to match up the seam okay uh, it could just be that they think it's cool to have like that that hard break okay um I don't know I I really don't know but I understand like why that kind of bothers you I mean it is the part of the of the sleeve that 
typically goes like up against your body, so it's not that visible. But yeah, um, yeah, that's interesting. I'm, I'm curious. I am curious as to why that is. Um, the one thing that kind of like is a little strange to me is that these look like just Adidas shirts, right? Like they just yeah, they just look like you you know they look like anything. You could see you would, Tony Soprano hanging out in this with a sweatsuit over. Yeah, it. I mean like the, mm. like the most predominant <laughs> the most predominant things on these on these uh, kits are the adidas stripes right like it looks like they have really taken it over which is could be argued is like kind of cool like i think it's really cool of, you're 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 sort of like bringing i like that, the that horizontal stripes a lot better well, than, than like the, the three ones. the offset three vertical ones that they did for the 25th yeah, I didn't anniversary like that season and i will say that like adding the mountain texture to it yeah adds so much more because if you think back to the burgundy kit that was before the the horizontal three stripes, the one that they wore in 2018 and 2019, it was literally just a burgundy t-shirt. Yeah, yeah, totally. it's literally just a t-shirt. <laughs> it's like, I mean, so this. Like to a, be fair, it, like it, do like it yourself. The texture, kit. yeah, the texture at least. Like, Designers are really good. hard at work on no, this. Literally, out of all of the rapids kits <laughs> that I own and I wear when, when I wear around when I go like out on the town or whatever, like the one that gets the the least amount of wear is like that. Bur- <laughs> yeah. It's just a red T-shirt. Yeah, this yeah, is just a red T-shirt. I mean, I would describe this as like all of these textures sort of activate. Uh, the rest of that space and like yeah. it just sort of like gives it life gives it excitement especially it like brings the concept of movement into it which is kind of cool um overall i think i mean i think this is like an attractive give it a grade um zero to ten or zero to ten yeah oh, let's yeah, do oh, that sorry zero to ten i think i'm gonna give this a seven because seven and what's... i actually like very much there's not a big uh sponsorship oh, logo on the front it. of it I love because it so much to me that just that that screams american sports versus international and it's just like i i think that there's like a deep like seated tradition of there being massive sponsorship all over sp- soccer kits which i think people feel like positively about yeah 100 like, percent. i agree with you aesthetically yes the team it's they were playing better. last night yeah right like i i i'd much rather have a uh, a kit like this one than than uh like what communicationes have with like you know 10 uh, sponsors uh like you know nascar yeah basically. yeah <laughs> I, I wouldn't mind if there was a, a, a how number on the front though like, how do you feel about I, the sky blue shorts would you rather those be burgundy and kind of continue it or see, do you like the this contrast is, this okay I, well see that's the thing they sometimes do wear burgundy shorts okay and they do it so so the way it works is that like uh when we play canada when, when the rapids play kansas city whose colors are basically sky blue and dark, and navy blue those are their that's their colors yep um or baby blue as you like baby to blue baby for the, blue for the babies um, in kansas but like city. when they play when they played kansas city last year um the rapids had to wear, wear red, uh, red uh you know burgundy shorts because if they wore their uh, sky blue or you know baby blue ones, uh, <laughs> I'm never gonna. I'm just always. I'm just gonna correct myself over and over again for the rest of you time. should say sky blue. Used to say sky, more what are the nuggets called? Powder blue. Powder blue. Yeah. yeah okay. Let me just, blue let me just cut to the chase. Wrong. Okay. Baby blue. Baby blue. Baby blue. The <laughs> point is, they do wear burgundy sure. shorts sometimes, like gotcha. to avoid the kick class. So situation. the one thing that I notice is that they are so non-committal about this sky blue color it comes it goes it's part of the shorts sometimes the shorts are white sometimes the shorts are burgundy this to me like this is my big issue with the denver nuggets also when i 
sort of like look at where they go are going as a trajectory as a, a club like you just see the indecision and the going back and forth and back and forth like sure. this tells me that they don't have a solid identity rooted in who the rapids are i think they're maybe starting to get to that place where they can sort of get something and then not change it all the time let's say sky blue is non-negotiable is there something they could do with the kit like a sash an offset stripe or something a i don't blouse. know no like uh, no, like you know like uh, like the galaxy uh, like have the galaxy. Yeah, i understand uh, like is there something that you would do if that color was non-negotiable that you think would make it a better feature in the kit and would be a, a, a more my, prominent use of that color see, my thing is like so there is tie-in to the colorado avalanche with this color yeah. scheme like there's the burgundy and blue right they're not the same shades exactly but my and my the feeling, mammoth yes and the <laughs> mammoth. so i i like that and i do think the, the sponsor the black it's it's burgundy and black they don't have That's that true. blue but they have the burgundy yeah they do i do the think burgundy. the sponsor will be in that blue yes um yeah. it was when uh it was it Trans was, white. was, it was white. white on the red t-shirt and then it was when the one year transamerica was on the uh three stripe Kit, it was baby it was blue, blue. Yeah. and so i i would imagine like thematically Space they're saying <laughs> i would imagine and it's funny that they call it sky blue because i imagine thematically the blue is supposed to represent water sure um the so, rapids right so my thing is like i don't quite know where any of this is coming from i don't know why it's burgundy i don't know why it's blue in this tone I don't know where we're communicating rapids. They're focused more on mountains than they are route like water. Why is any team any color? <laughs> if, if a team is designed with a like a solid concept sure. in mind, like oftentimes sure. it makes sense. Like there are colors that are actually tied into the identity, maybe the place that they play, maybe the concept sure. of the team. So all that to be said, like this is much better looking than other rapids kits that i've seen i do like this i like where it's going i would like for them to figure it out just a little bit more their identity as a whole and like come with something a little stronger um but we're moving there we're getting one there. big change though what would you make one big change is i would not use that blue just just not use the blue at all would Even you if use it another not, color yes well, what, what okay what is your if so, you had to keep the burgundy what is your well you know, I mean, you're obviously putting me on the spot here. Like, for sure. <laughs> I think I, I think I might try to figure something out that feels a little bit more Colorado in that. Like, maybe we have something that. I mean, I, I imagine they would probably tell you that the burgundy maybe re represents the red rocks of, but that's not quite the right color. Like, I would want something that maybe communicated water a little bit better. Okay. Yeah, like I can maybe see that. maybe several t colors of blue. Maybe multi-tone. Like for me, the this col this royal blue to me is. The, should be the official color of all Denver sports. All Denver sports should incorporate royal blue. Have you blue seen the, the Colorado flag secondary kits that they used to wear back in the mid 2000s? Yes. Did you like those? They're a little pandery. Yeah, okay. it's a little too much. And I'm out. I'm a hard out on everything Colorado flag. I don't want to see it. To me, I don't it's, like it's, the color. Yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. like it either. But um, I was just curious because, like, I, I feel like the the one that they wore in the early 2010s that was primarily blue before they switched to doing the yellow and the blue like um i feel i feel like that is close to what you're kind of getting at. yeah maybe, maybe. I, I, you know bit. it doesn't have to be eric, about the flag but it has to be about sure. something thematic. eric you nailed it with your lacking an identity because i don't think they've changed it enough they've thrown in this mint green it looks good but i think and we with only a few minutes left, we got to transition into this weekend's opener. I think the way you said that is actually what makes me a little nervous about this game coming up yes. this weekend in the opener against LAFC featuring 
probably the best player on the team last year playing on the opposite side for LAFC. I would disagree with that take. <laughs> okay, Stay well, we can get we into that. Got, we got, we got to preview the game. We're, we're, we're lagging here. That's fine. That's good. Right. That's why he's going to be on a lot. No, oh. you can stay for this. There's only five minutes or so. Oh, okay. Eric, you're a betting man. Oh, am I? Rapids are plus 400 to win this game outright. Would you take that? What's your gut tell you with so, all those Rapids you've watched? This ever week? since I've come online with the Rapids, it's been gut punch after gut punch. <laughs> or as some have said, nut punch after nut punch. Nut punch after nut punch. I've yet to see the vibes. I'm waiting for the vibes. Vibes will hit. I can't bet until vibes have been confirmed. That's okay. fair. I'm going to go. like So I haven't put, put out my preview yet for this game. I It's going to be a shootout, I think, because LAFC – didn't really do too much to improve their defense. They do look a lot better offensively this year. I think Kellen solves a pretty big hole in midfield for them. Sure. Um, I think the Rapids still will create chances, but I, I, the biggest problem about this game is that the Rapids first team just played 90 brutal minutes in the snow. And as a result, they're going to just have to completely rotate the team. Yeah. Um, So I think you're going to see, Guys like Keegan Rosenberry, who play pretty much every game, he's going to be out there. Maybe Austin Trusty, and maybe some of the center backs who didn't have to do too much last night um, will get the start. But everybody else, I think their position in, in the game is up for. Uh, yeah, is, this is might be air. time for an Acosta start, for a Brian Acosta start. Like, I don't even think, I'm not even sure Max will start, even though he only played. Oh, man. I, I was going to say, is this the Max breakout party? I mean, you maybe. hope it is. I, I, I hope so. You hope it is. <laughs> um, but I, He's but our guy. As a result of that, it's really hard for me to sit here and predict a win. I don't think any I of think us are going be... to, in good faith, predict a win for this team. 2 1 right loss, now. and I'll happily eat crow. If they, yeah, if they win. look, we'll all be <laughs> stoked if we get a win. We haven't had a winner's off. lounge. <laughs> we have yet to have a DNVR Rapids winner's lounge. I know. What the H? This is tough for us. Logan man. makes a good point, though, that there are a lot of new guys at LAFC. They a ton. did a massive, like, a ton. I wouldn't call it, it's not really a rebuild because most of the core is still there, but a lot of, like, the accessory, like, a, a lot and of I would key say not just change. Not just new, improved. Yes, yes, that's true. Improved. They, they brought the. The, the peripherals of that roster and I would say it's better and that's why they're the favorite right now to win the MLS this season on draft oh, they're the favorites they're the favorites every the betting year because favorites. The, no because like the media the media loves they love the NYCFC they love LAFC <laughs> they love, they love <laughs> Galaxy Listen, it, actually and if you look at to, to MLS <laughs> to, to the credit of MLSsoccer.com writers uh, many of whom follow me on Twitter please do not please do not get mad at me pander alert um, no. <laughs> Um, is that normally, like you go into the year, they all predict LAFC top three in the West. This year, I have never seen a team with like more disagreement among uh. that like group than LAFC this year. I saw somebody put them at ninth. I saw like two or three people put them in the top four. Some people put them like just right in mid table. Like nobody has any idea how this LAFC team with new players, new coach, how they're going to function uh like in in the regular season oh baby. so i it's think mls it's wild it changes every year i think eric could get on board with hating an la team though oh, oh yeah dude let's you, bring the la as slander. soon as you asked what was going to happen for lafc i was like f that squad absolutely <laughs> what a bunch of jerk losers. yo we don't we're like we're here to say up the pids on this one up hard. the pids up the dude pids. <laughs> up the pids i think i think they're gonna sneak a late draw Oh, I love that's what I think is going to happen. I I think Max is going to come on late. 
He's gonna create something pretty. I could buy that. Gonna just, just, just grab a point on the road. <laughs> Just sneaking in there. I love it, dude. I love when your team is in a place where you just have to be like the most wildly optimistic, out of left field take you can come is that they'll sneak out a tie. Look, <laughs> sometimes you need that. I've been there. Listen, I've, yeah. been there. I've been following the Nuggets. I get it. I love it. It's just Look, like, like playing on the road in MLS is just is like like it is in most American shoot. sports. It's a complete crapshoot. It's shoot. a crapshoot. The Rapids had such a great season last year yes. because they put up one of the best road records in the league. Can we the continue question that? Is, can they? Yeah, exactly. Can and I think they that? can. I think Robin's here, and I think he has a really good game plan going in. We've seen him react as we need to. That's going to do it for us tonight, guys. Come down by the DNVR bar. Get a membership at DN, thednvr.com. Oh, we got something Get, special coming for Rapids fans. Yo, we have this guy right here designed up something sweet. We'll be dropping it here in the next couple weeks. Can't so wait. So keep an eye out for that. Grab your shirt right now, dnvrlocker.com. Follow me on Twitter at underscore underscore Mitchell James. He's at D-Line Co. Drop your at real quick. Uh, J-S-P-S-A-M. And where Ooh. can they find your writing? Uh, josephsamuelson.com. Easy enough. We'll throw that up in the show notes. Guys, thank you so much for coming through. Up the pids, up the pids, up the pids. Thank you. We'll see you next time. Let's go.